and welcome back to another episode of Chapter by Chapter, a podcast where we cover a variety of games from a variety of eras and a variety of genres. I am your resident podcaster, Ethan, and we are continuing our journey in the Voyage of Worlds of Kingdom Hearts, so Carlos is back with us to help us find out any secrets that they may hold. Hello, everyone. Glad to be back. Yes, uh... Last time we finished up on Olympus Colosseum's first visit, we will be revisiting Olympus later on throughout the game as more stuff comes into play. But for now, we're moving on to the next world, which is the Deep Jungle. Oh yeah, this is a uh, Deep Jungle is actually where kind of uh, you get a little bit more of a character development between uh, Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Mm -hmm. So pretty excited to jump into deep jungle yeah uh so uh obviously the order we've done things is we've done it that you uh start in traverse tower you go to olympus then deep jungle and then we do wonderland uh you can go to wonderland before deep jungle but ultimately you will end up at deep jungle second so Deep Jungle is based on the 1999 movie of Tarzan. Uh, to the best of my knowledge so far, based on notes I've made so far, uh, this is the most recent movie that came out when Kingdom Hearts 1 was released, because Kingdom Hearts 1 was released in, I think, either 2002 or 3, and I think Tarzan is the movie that's been adapted that came out last. So, like last time, I'll be taking you through the cast and how the plot of Deep Jungle is similar at all to the movie. So, for our cast, we have Tony Goldwyn reprising his role as Tarzan from the film. Uh, Jane's voice actress has been replaced, the amazing Minnie Driver, who I absolutely love and who my mother especially loves, has been replaced with someone called Naya Kelly. Uh, Clayton's voice actor is back. Uh, that is Brian Blessed, another actor I love a great deal. And Turk, who was originally voiced by Rosie O'Donnell in the movie, is replaced with Audrey Wazelski. I don't know if I pronounced that person's name correctly. Andre, Audrey, well, I called her Andre, so I probably haven't. So, Audrey Wazelski, if you're out there, please contact us and tell me if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. Uh, in regards to the overall plot of the movie, uh, Jane's father is not present at all in the world. Uh, the relationship between Tarzan and his gorilla sort of parents isn't as present. It's not really explored in much detail apart from, I think, one cutscene in the world where it's implied that Tarzan and the gorillas know each other. Uh, his overall English in the film is much better. Uh, in this, during Kingdom, like during your visit to the Deep Jungle, he only speaks in like gorilla noises and sort of very broken English. Uh, so and in the movie, I think towards the end of the movie, he well, I know towards the end of the movie, he is speaking like sort of full short sentences, so his English is much better. And the well. Uh, perhaps spoiler territory, but it is a Disney film, so Clayton being the villain, it will die. Uh, but his death in the film is different, and I would actually argue more gruesome, but we'll get into that when we get to the boss fight with him. So, why don't you tell us what happens when we get to Deep Jungle? 
Yeah, so <clears throat> when you first arrive to Deep Jungle um, on the gummy ship, um, there's a very short cutscene um, between Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Mainly it's uh, Sora, Sora and Donald um, arguing whether they should even enter the world. Um, Sora is really convinced that Riku and Kairi are there. Um, and Donald's like, no, why would they be in a backwater place like that? <laughs> they argue back and forth. You see the gummy ship kind of sway back and forth in place and eventually they crash land in deep jungle um where they are separated for the first time in the story okay. um so uh sora ends up landing um in the treehouse that was built by uh tarzan's human parents originally when they first arrived in the jungle um and then donald and goofy are you know in another area further away by themselves um seemingly out of trouble um, so when we wake up as Sora, we kind of, <clears throat> we see a vision of Kyrie. We think she's there, but then we quick, we quickly come to our senses. Um, and then it comes to find out that Sabor is hunting us. So we have a quick fight with Sabor. Mm -hmm. Um, again, this is one of those, um, fights that Kingdom Hearts 1 is littered with. Um, you don't actually have to beat Sabor to continue the story. Obviously it's better if you do for experience points yeah. um but either way tarzan comes to save us um hilarity ensues because sora is speaking in full english and tarzan's like um bro what's going on i don't understand you <laughs> i think um, he but... says i think he goes like like sora uh mentions uh riku and Kyrie and how he's looking for them but i think tarzan just like goes something like ooh, ah, 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 riku Kyrie, or he says something about hearts or something i don't really remember but as i mentioned before his english is much more worse compared to him in the movie yeah they do come they do um figure it out later on um actually it's at the end mm -hmm. um once you finish the world at the um noise the gorilla speak as clayton would say that uh tarzan was saying to sora is that um his friends are in his heart um when we figure that out at the end um but right now it's all just a bunch of gibberish to sora and sora being a 13 year old teenager just dumbs down his language he goes me sora and tarzan's like oh yeah i can jive with this let's go <laughs> um so tarzan is your uh party member for a little bit it's just a team of you two um so once you're once you're there um if you're if you want to actually get a few um there's actually a, a quite a bit of early treasure chest you can get uh -huh. um, in the treehouse. Nothing is really um, too beneficial other than there's a protect chain all the way on top of the treehouse. Uh -huh. um, you can get there just to, by some fancy jumping um, to find a ladder on the second level on the outside. You climb that ladder up. Make sure you jump over the hole that Sora made when he first landed. Um, and then the protect chain is all the way at the end. Um, but then from there, you can just jump down into the trees, um, jump down a big log, and then there's a there's a, a tree-sliding minigame that you don't actually have to play yeah. to go through. Um, I didn't know this till just very recently. You can just pause the game, hit quit, and it just takes you to the next area automatically. <laughs> um, so it's a great time saver because the mini game is just long for no reason. Looks like. Um, but once we get once we get past the mini game, we're in the camp area um, where 
uh, Jane and Cleeton have set up their camp for their research. Um, so once we go in, we uh, go inside the tent. Donald and Goofy are there with Jane. Um, Sora, Donald, and Goofy are very happy to see each other. And there, there's a there's another funny moment where Sora and Donald are hand in hand and they're jumping up and down and then they're like oh wait we just had an argument i hate you yeah. and then they turn their backs to each other <laughs> uh no uh, quite funny uh because i actually like this moment because it is like one of the very few examples we get uh this is something like in my view the later kingdom hearts games don't really do as well showcasing the relationship between Sora, Donald and Goofy and even though they are on this journey together they are just using each other as a means to an end Donald and well like mainly Donald but to a much extreme lesser extent Goofy are just using Sora as a means to find King Mickey whereas Sora is using Donald and Goofy as a means to find Riku and Kairi uh, but like I say that's more Donald uh, Goofy does also does care for Sora a uh, great deal and does also want to help him. Uh, but going back to the tree mini game, I wish I knew that you could skip it because even though it's a mini game, there isn't really a scoring process or anything the first few times you do it. Yeah, anytime you have to navigate the game um, your first time through the world, um, you just, you're stuck in the first section of the mini game. Mm -hmm. um, and once you finish it, it always takes you to the camp. Um, so there's no, there's no real progression for you to actually try and, you know, get the, get the score, high score in the game. Um, once you finish Deep Jungle completely the first time and you come back, then you can actually go through the full mini game. Um, but there's really no, no point in doing it. Really, there's no point in doing the mini game anyway. Um, but there's no sense in doing it the first time through. Yeah. So, you reunite with, uh... Donald and Goofy, so the three of you are now together, and this is sort of your first foray into talking, like, going about party members, so we discussed party members briefly before, but now you have a four-person group, and your party can only have three people in it at one time, so if you want to use Tarzan, then you have to switch out either Donald and Goofy, and you can only do it at save points, which is somewhat incon- like at save points and after certain cutscenes, which is somewhat inconvenient. Uh, but anyway, so would you recommend swapping out Donald or Goofy for Tarzan for this world while you're um, if you If you are not concerned with um, doing any sort of Trinity Mark collection, um, yeah, I, I would definitely recommend replacing, um, any, either of the party members, mm -hmm. um, with Tarzan. Um, I would probably replace Donald more so than Goofy, mm -hmm. um, because again, Donald has a very low HP mm -hmm. and defense compared to both Tarzan and Goofy. Um, and Tarzan is very hyper offensive, mm -hmm. um, his abilities, um, in the game uh pretty much allow allow him to be very overpowered um this early in the game especially if you do some kind of tinkering with his ability loadout um and this is true for most other party members um but tarzan especially tarzan has um two critical plus abilities already on his loadout <laughs> um so if you do some tinkering with the um, abilities that he has equipped you can take some of the ones that you wouldn't need 
um, for combat or exploration um, and put those critical pluses on and Tarzan hits like a truck. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're not going for any sort of completion or if it's maybe um, your first time through the game, um, yes, I would highly recommend um, using Tarzan. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I might be wrong, but I think at this point, after you reunite with Donald and Goofy, uh, Jane explains how, uh, stop me if I'm wrong, but Jane explains how she's teaching Tarzan English, and there's these slides you need to gather to sort of educate him. Uh, is that what happens next? Yes, yeah, so, um, you can... Uh, yeah, so the slide, yeah, getting the slides is next. Um, and I, I should say this, um, at this point in Deep Jungle, there are no Heartless around. <laughs> um, so if you wanted to, you could even go through and explore all of the adjacent areas of Deep Jungle early um, and get any treasure chests that are lying around or any Trinity Marks um, if you have Sora, Donald, and Goofy in your party. Um, it's just a, a way to kind of speed up the world a little bit, um, so you don't have to worry about fighting Heartless and then collecting everything once the fights end. Um, but if you just want to plow through the story, um, yes, you have to collect these slides that are just scattered about the camp. Um, none of them are in very hard to find places. They're kind of just out in the open. <laughs> um, and you can even collect the slides as soon as you get to the camp. You don't have to wait um, for the prompting from Jane um you know to begin collecting those um but yeah so the slides are pretty much um they're the set of pictures that they show um in the movie um you know during the whole uh teaching tarzan about the world um you know time lapse uh, but there is one slide in particular that is a slide of a uh very fancy castle mm -hmm. um and there's a there's a quick moment where Sora just has a thought bubble when he goes, oh, why does this castle look familiar? I've never even seen a castle before. Yeah. Um, so it's just another one of those, um, you know, good like foreshadowing moments for the rest of the, the rest of the story and series that doesn't really seem um, quite obvious in the moment. Um, and especially if it's your first playthrough, you're like, okay, what does this even mean? Um, so you're probably going to absentmindedly just forget about it later on. Yeah, uh, we'll revisit this sort of castle thing when it becomes apparent. But after you show the slides, there is a cutscene. And I might be wrong, but I think... I know the cutscene's in Deep Jungle. Uh, and I might be wrong, but I think this is the cutscene that has my absolute favourite line in the whole of Kingdom Hearts. And it's that, like, Sora basically asks about, like, oh, uh, like, would you happen to know where Riku and Kairi are? And they say, like, oh, we haven't seen anyone like that. And then Clayton bursts in and says, I might know. I'd wager they're with the gorillas. But Tarzan refuses to take us to them. And then, and then, like, Sora, like, goes, well, wait, maybe. And then he's like, 
Uh, your friends could clearly be there. What do you say, Tarzan? Yes, take us to the gorillas. Gorillas. I just love the way Clayton says gorillas in that moment. It just makes me laugh every time I like, watch the game. And it's like my favourite line throughout the entire series of Kingdom Hearts. Just him saying, then take us there. Take us to the gorillas. Gorillas. Yeah, the voice actor for uh, Clayton definitely does a good job emphasizing um, and trying to stay very close, um, you know, to obviously the movie source material. Yeah. Um, but yeah, his, you know, the emphasis of Gorilla and just thinking Tarzan's kind of just an idiot. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's very funny to watch. Uh, I mean... I don't know if he's as huge over there, but like I said, uh, Clayton's voice actor is Brian Blessed. He originally played him in the movie, and he's, like, not a huge celebrity here in the UK, but he is uh, definitely quite big. I would say perhaps B or C list, really. Uh, he has done a lot of voiceover work in sort of children's stuff. He does also occasionally do... Uh, like, he does occasionally do uh, adverts as well, uh, because his voice is very much that large, booming voice. Uh, it's just like, so it is sort of quite something that comes quite naturally to him. Uh, I actually didn't know he played Clayton until I did the research for the episode, and I was just like, oh great, I love him. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard, um, you know, if there's any... Uh really big um you know actors from the uk unless they're in like a big budget film um yeah. over on this side of the pond um then they probably won't be known yeah to the general public yeah. um so i can name maybe less than five <laughs> yeah uh, actors actresses that i know um and that's that might be it. Half of them are the cast of Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, uh, personally, uh, to me, and I think it is something that is echoed throughout, uh, the only real, like, sort of global celebrities from the UK are Maggie Smith and Olivia Colman. Uh, Maggie Smith, obviously, being in the Harry Potter movies. So, but... Anyway, uh, that's enough talking about what British actors are famous and what ones aren't. So, after Clayton's iconic Gorillaz line, you have to go and meet the Gorillaz. Yes, yeah, so from here, um, you, you're still able to traverse the world without any Heartless. Um, so from here, you, from the camp area, um, you head over to the watering hole, um, where you see a whole bunch of pink hippos. I don't know why the hippos are pink. Um, but anyway, from that, you um, there's actually two different paths you can go up to to get to the vine area. Um, the easy way is right there in front of you. You climb up a set of vines and you're there. Um, but if you kind of want to beat up the game and get right to the next cutscene, um, you can do some fancy jumping maneuvers using the hippos and jumping on their backs. Mm -hmm. um, if you get to the far side of the watering hole area, there's actually a um, wooden pole covered in moss, I guess, that you're able to climb up. Mm -hmm. um, so you can climb up there and get to the second vine area, and then this actually triggers the cutscene um, where Tarzan is speaking with um, the uh, head of the gorillas who is his adoptive gorilla father. 
Um, and he's like, hey, I have these people. They're not bad. They've been good to me. Why don't we just let them see where we live? Um, and the chief of the gorillas is just like, no, and just turns his back and leaves. <laughs> and then Tarzan's like, oh, man, this stinks. Now we have to go back and tell him no. Um, so from there, we end up going back. Um, and we basically, you know, kind of just like, hey, we can't do this. Um, and then Clayton's like, hmm, I'm going to go do this on my own. Yes. Um, so Clayton goes off to hunt for gorillas on his own. Uh, and you chase him up to the treehouse where he's about to shoot and kill... Uh, where he's about to shoot and kill Tark. Uh, but just before he manages to go through with it, uh, you obviously arrive and, like, Donald screeches at him and he misses. And then he just goes, I saved that poor gorilla's life. A snake slivered by, you see. So, after that, you go back to the tent and... Uh, Clayton tries to go, but Miss Jane, I was just trying to help the gorillas. And Jane is absolutely furious with him. He, she says, you are not to go near the gorillas again and sort of reprimands him because even still at this point, Jane is still Clayton's employer. So like she determines whether or not he gets paid. Uh, Clayton tries to argue against the point and be like, well, you see, uh, and then everyone just stares at you and then he just leaves in a half. And then he exits the tent, angrily declares, uh, the blasted gorillas, I'll hunt down every last one of them. And then a sort of, I think it's a shadowy figure comes over and like, it's just like a camera pounds and then you just hear a scream and then you go out and that's when Heartless start to appear in Deep Jungle. Yeah, so um, it's kind of assumed at this point, once you see... Um either characters surrounded by like a dark aura or some kind of shadow figure walking near them, um, that they are finally, um, being consumed by the evil in their hearts, um, and opening themselves to the darkness. So, mm -hmm. um, this was kind of what the heartless needed in order to start invading deep jungle. They needed, um, really a way just to access some kind of, darkness or dark power yeah. um so yeah from this point any area you go to except for the um watering hole and the vine area uh areas are going to be invaded um by heartless that you I mean, I mean can choose to fight if you want um i will say since um since going since we're following a different journey here on this podcast since we have thunder early yeah. thunder is a great way Take care of the uh, power wilds, which are the uh, monkey heartless in this world. Um, one or two thunders, depending on your level, will wipe them out completely. Um, so thunder is a great kind of thunder is a great spell to have, especially for this world, um, since a lot of, since the heartless will um, surround you in uh, in big numbers um, for this early in the game. And thunder is a, just a great way to. Um, clear them out very uh, efficiently. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go over this sort of Heartless you encounter in Deep Jungle now because you do encounter a few new types of Heartless, specifically Gorilla modeled Heartless, although they are more likely monkeys. Uh, 
yes. So um, the Power Wilds, there's uh, two different variations. There's a male and a female um, variations. Um, so they're very um, erratic, kind of uh, heartless enemies. They jump around a lot. Um, you know, their their attacks actually hit for a lot if they do connect. Um, so they have, you know, close range and actually long range options. So they're pretty formidable heartless to face um, this early in the game. Um, and then aside from the, um, that's the male version and then the female version actually kind of um, is more passive. It will choose to run away other than fight. Um, and then the female version will drop um, banana peels, um, which is actually kind of funny. If you slip on a banana peel, you fall. You get a nice bonk noise, um, an animation from Sora. Um, and then money, actually you drop money when you fall. Um, so if you don't um, collect your money, you lose that permanently. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of a dumb mechanic, but whatever. It's funny to see the characters fall. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, there actually is a sort of... Um, Secret Heartless you can find in the camp area. Um, and uh, these are called the White Mushrooms. Um, so these Heartless don't attack at all. Um, and they actually have their own um, sort of mini game attached with them. Um, depending on what animation they do, um, you have to hit them with the corresponding magic that'll solve their problem. Um, so if you see that the White Mushroom is shivering, uh, you need to hit them with the fire spell because they're cold and they need to warm up. Yeah. Um, and then another one is they'll have um, sort of like a, a light bulb hang over their head. Um, so you need to light the light bulb um, with thunder. Um, so it's actually a, a very neat mechanic. Um, you know, adds a little bit of uh, puzzle solving, yeah. um, you know, to, to the game. Um, and if you actually, <clears throat> if you hit the white mushroom with the same spell um, three times in a row, you get a um, special item um, that if you collect every single one of those uh, arts is what they're called. Um, so if you collect every single arts um, from um, from the mushrooms as you progress through the story, um, you get, um, shoot, I believe, Yen, uh, not Yen, not Yen, said Merlin gives you something um, if you collect all of the arts from the white mushrooms. Yeah, I think it's like a keyblade he gives you, although that might be uh, once you learn uh, a certain local look every spell or something, but anyway, regardless. So, uh, Heartless have been drawn to Deep Jungle due to Clayton sort of embracing his darkness and sort of like uh like allowing them to come in sort of being that uh sort of communication thing between the heartless sort of drifting out in space and the world uh so uh you now need to go to an area uh, uh that will sort of trigger a cutscene uh in a bit uh i don't know what the area is so if you could enlighten us uh yes yeah, so once the heartless invade the world you have to go through um the entirety of Deep Jungle again, um, and you have to rescue um, the actual gorillas um, that are, um, you know, being surrounded by the Heartless. Um, from there, each gorilla gives you a gummy piece um, that was um, 
found whenever you crash landed on deep jungle. Um, so once you collect all of the uh, necessary gummy pieces and reach every area, um, you see a cutscene where Turk uh, is running through the camp area, being chased by the Heartless, um, runs into the tent, uh, into Jane, um, and then they um, are, you know, holding each other, being, you know, hovered over by some figure. Um, so once you... Uh, once the party realizes that that's happened when they return to the tent, um, you have to go um, up to the treetop area um, or up to the climbing tree area um, where there's a big dark fruit that is over um, on the giant tree. Um, you basically have to destroy the big fruit. Don't worry about any other heartless. Um, and then uh, Jane will basically reveal that uh, Clayton was the one that was chasing them. Clayton is off his rocker. Um, he's gone mad. So um, from the from here is where you can actually um, return back to the camp area, um, save and prepare for your um, boss fight. And then once you um, go ahead and uh, reach that area, you actually hear a sound of a gunshot go off, and you're like, "Oh man, Clayton shot something." Um, so once you go to the next area, <clears throat> you see that uh, you actually have another uh, final fight with Sabor. Um, this is one you actually have to beat. Um, once you uh, fight and de defeat Sabor, um, you get another accessory item. Um, that's actually another good accessory this early in the game. Um, and then I always recommend going back, saving, um, yeah. and then uh, preparing for the final boss fight. Um, which is against uh, Clayton himself. Yes. Um, and there's actually a couple different phases um, to this boss fight that we'll get into. Yes. So uh, you go into, you go past the clearing into this uh, sort of rocky mountainous area and Clayton is waiting there with his uh, monkey heartless and so he sends them after you and then you then just basically wail on Clayton for a while until then he stops and then a barrier is put up preventing you from leaving and then Clayton starts to hover and it's revealed that Clayton is actually being controlled like a puppet by the I think it's the stealth sneak heartless yes yeah, so this is the second phase of the boss fight. You now have to fight against Clayton and the Stealth Sneak. Uh, the Stealth Sneak will ra randomly turn invisible, but it's quite a big target, so even if it is invisible, you shouldn't really miss it. Uh, Clayton won't turn invisible because he can't, uh, and he'll just occasionally sort of shoot at you and reload his gun and then shoot at you again. Uh, I... I forget which order it is, but, like, uh, because you need to defeat both Clayton and Stealth Sneak to win, but I forget whether or not you beat uh, the Stealth Sneak and the battle's over if you beat Clayton and the battle's over. I think you need to beat the Stealth it like, because they'll each give out experience, so ideally you want to beat both of them. You don't want to end the battle early. Uh, so I think it's that you beat... Uh, stealth sneak first and then Clayton, but I might be wrong. Yeah, so if you're trying to maximize um, on experience and gaining levels, um, then yes, you would definitely target um, the stealth sneak and then Clayton. Um, however, um, depending on 
your level, uh, you know, and your stats and everything, um, it is actually easier just to wail on Clayton um, <laughs> and beat him and end the fight. Um, mm. Clayton's health bar is significantly lower um, than the stealth sneaks. Um, and there's actually a there's actually a little glitch um, with the stealth sneak. So if you end up um, finishing the, you know, getting the uh, stealth sneak to um, very low or actually no health at all, um, and he's in the uh, middle of his um, desperation move animation. So it's the attack where he rears up on his uh, back legs and he's, um, you know, shooting the laser eyes at you. If you get him to pretty much no health during this animation, he finishes the attack. So he goes through the full cycle of the attack and then you still have to land another blow um, on the stealth sneak to totally finish him off. Um, whereas Clayton, if you just wail on Clayton with your attacks and magic and end the fight, that's it. You don't have to do anything else. Yeah. Uh, so after the boss fight, uh, like when the stealth sneak bursts through, he bursts through the mountainside uh so now there's another area of deep jungle that is open to you and it is here where something very special is going to happen but we'll get to that in a moment uh the, go the gorillas are there uh we should also mention that after you beat the boss fight the stealth sneak will crush clayton and kill him uh and uh said sort of in the beginning his death in the movie is arguably more gruesome uh, he dies in both the movie and obviously in this world. But in the movie, he dies while fighting Tarzan in a bunch of vines. And uh, he starts swinging at Tarzan. And like he gets. And he, like he has a knife and he starts swinging at Tarzan. And he gets himself caught up in the vines. Uh, then he realizes he's caught up in the vines. So he starts to cut himself to let himself free. But he doesn't notice there's a big one around his neck. And as he's cutting cutting the rest that are around his arms and legs to like free himself. The one around his neck is getting tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. Until it's the only vine that's left. And so he then just hangs himself in the movie. Which I would actually argue is more gruesome than being crushed by a giant heartless. Uh, but anyway... So, there's this new area, the waterfall area that you go through, uh, and this, uh, the, gr the gorillas will, uh, throw you up onto the ledge so you can get there. Uh, you make your way through the waterfall area, some very awkward, uh, platforming because the camera will not shift, and you find your first keyhole at the back of the waterfall cave. Um, yes, yeah, so we weren't introduced to this um, in Olympus Coliseum because we technically haven't completed and met all the requirements for that world yet. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, here we are introduced to um, the keyhole of the Deep Jungle area. Um, it is actually what is um, letting the Heartless um, enter the world through a source of darkness. Mm -hmm. um, so theoretically, once we seal the keyhole to the world, um, the Heartless are no longer able to enter the world. Yeah. Um, so we do this, Aura holds up the Keyblade, um, and from here, uh, this animation of Sealing the Keyhole is very basic. Um, you just see a beam of light shoot out through the tip of the keyhole, uh, Keyblade. Mm -hmm. um, 
it goes to the keyhole, you hear a nice locking sound, um, and then the keyhole goes away. Um, and then it is also noted that there is a um, new shiny gummy piece that comes out of the keyhole. Um, so Sora, Donald, and Goofy are like, oh, hey, what's this? This is a new gummy piece. Um, we've never seen anything like this. Let's hold on to it until we find someone who does. Yeah. Uh, so that's you finished with Deep Jungle, uh, although once you've sealed the keyhole, you do get a cutscene with Maleficent and her cronies at Hollow Bastion, which is the world they are located in. So, uh, they are sort of talking about why did the Heartless go to that world, and Maleficent states how Clayton lured them there, it was his lust for power that made the Heartless start to spawn there, but she notes about how he didn't know what he was doing, so he could not control the Heartless, and instead the Heartless ended up c controlling him, like we saw the Stealth Seek pretty much possessing him. Uh, so Jafar then comments on how, well, he was weak and he stood no chance against them. Uh, this is sort of the first, like if you haven't seen the Disney films and you don't know what the figures are, this is your first actual reveal of another villain on the sort of council that Maleficent has, that being Jafar from the movie Aladdin, and we'll get to him when we get to his world. Uh, so... Jafar says about how Sora is starting to become a problem because he found one of the keyholes and he obviously locked it like we saw in Deep Jungle. Maleficent states that they shouldn't worry because it will take him ages to find the rest and he's unaware of their other plan to get these things called the princesses. And they state how they are falling into their hands and then they push a figure out from the shadows and... This actually changes depending on whether or not you've been to Wonderland before uh, Deep Jungle. Uh, we won't spoil what that's going to be just now, but for now, if you went to Olympus then Deep Jungle and saw this cutscene, Snow White will be pushed out of the shadows and then they'll sort of laugh and sort of the shadows will surround her, implying that she has been captured and is pretty much at the whims of the villains. So... You reconvene in uh, Jane's tent and say your goodbyes. Uh, yes, yeah, so you, um, you say your goodbyes to Jane and Tarzan, um, and then here is where you learn um, that uh, Tarzan was saying that um, in the beginning, when you first met him, um, the gorilla noises he was making was um, actually him saying that um, Riku and Kairi are in his heart. Uh -huh. um, somehow Tarzan could just feel that. Um, so this is also going to be kind of a big plot point. Um, but for right now, uh, Sora just thinks it's like, oh, hey, somehow they're okay. I know they are. Um, let's just go look for them. Um, and then Tarzan also gives you another keychain um, for the Keyblade, which will change um, the form the Keyblade takes. Mm -hmm. um, so the keychain is called the Jungle, um, the Jungle King, um, and the uh, the Jungle King Keyblade actually has a uh, significant uh, range increase um, uh, from the Kingdom Key. Um, so it is a longer Keyblade. Um, it does give you a strength increase, um, but it does not 
its chance for critical hits are actually lower because of the um, increased reach um, that the Keyblade gives you. Yeah. Uh, this is your first sort of keychain you get. You will get more throughout the game at different points. We'll obviously cover those as we get to them. But uh, much like Traverse Town, uh, Deep Jungle is now free of Heartless. They will not spawn. So if you have missed anything, uh, feel free to go back for it. But that'll do us for this episode. We have covered Deep Jungle, and we'll be doing Wonderland next time. Would you like to give everyone your channel before you go? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so I am, uh, oh, well, at the current, I mean, you know, going through this series now, I, I will be streaming um, Kingdom Hearts 1. However, when uh, these episodes release, I might be streaming a different game, mm -hmm. uh, whether in the Kingdom Hearts series or a different title entirely. Um, like I said, I stream over on Twitch, um, so you can use my link to come watch me play. Um, so it's twitch.tv backslash the 1825. Um, and if you can't uh, catch the uh, streams live, I do upload them to my YouTube channel. Um, it's the same name if you need the link. Uh, it's youtube.com backslash the 1825. That takes you directly to my channel um, where you can see past streams um, and other projects that I'm working on. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode. Uh, we do have a Patreon. If you subscribe to our Patreon, you will get episodes a week early. We are now streaming on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, but obviously, if you're listening to this, you already knew that. Uh, we are running a prize draw for a chance to win an original copy of Kingdom Hearts 1. Uh, that will be available to all of our patrons in one of our 